everyone. Hi, friends. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Yes, welcome. Happy Monday. And I want to say first, before we do intros, thank you so much for bearing with us as we've been on this little like wonky schedule. I feel like our podcast is like a little baby deer with the wobbly legs just trying to hold on right now. (laughs) Yeah, it does kind of feel like that. Like there's been so much going on that like getting episodes made has felt like a challenge. Um, Yeah, but but we're doing it. They're a little late sometimes, but we're doing it. (laughs) Yeah, they're still coming. They definitely are. Um, So before we hop into the amazingness of today's show, um, over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Yes. And over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. Yes. And this one. Okay. So we tried to do this yesterday. Yes. And life happened and life happened. And then we are, we're trying again today. So we have plenty of time and I just, I'm so pumped about this. Um, you know how there's some people that just, they're just like goals, you know, like you look at what they're doing and you're just like, if only I could just be a little bit like that, you know, just a little bit. Like if I could just have, cause I know that we're both planners, Caitlin, and yeah. you know, we have our planners and everything, but like, I don't know our guest today. She just, just got it together. I mean, that's really the, like the she best. Does. Yeah. I would, I would like to be her when I grow up like that <laughs> in that show. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, why don't you introduce the guest today, Caitlin, because you okay. never get a chance to do that. I always, <laughs> Steal it. <laughs> yes. And I feel like I've known this person forever. So we have Elena today from the organized money and I have, I have had the pleasure of watching her YouTube channel and her Instagram grow at a very steady pace over the years and watched her refine her craft and become even more creative than she started out being. I just, I'm blown away and we're going to talk about some of the cool things that she's been doing in the YouTube space and all of that good stuff. We're going to talk about budget stuff, of course. Um, and she is just overall, like I'm looking at her beautiful face right now on the zoom and she's just so gorgeous and put together all the time. And I don't, I, I have only glowing things to say about Elena. She's wonderful. Well, it's, it's like when I, when I look at her Instagram, first of all, she has several Instagrams. If you follow the links, you can see all of the things that she's got going on. Um, because I mean, she's active in her church. I mean, like there's just, she's got so much going on. So obviously she needs her planner. Um, and her planner is so, cute and functional to me. Like when I, you know, like I, when I, when I look at it, it's like, this is, it's just, just, this is what I need to be doing. Like to the way that she is able to like organize her social media and content production and just all that kind of stuff. There's a card up once a week on her Instagram, telling us what's coming on her YouTube channels and all the things that are coming and where you can find them. And it's just so it's organized. Like it just is like, that's yeah. just the epitome of organization. And that's my problem in the world is that I have none of those skills. Yeah. <laughs> and when you look at Elena's planner, you know, that it's hers. Like there's a lot of people out there whose spreads look, I don't know. They look like they're on a template. Like you really wouldn't be able to tell whose they are. But if I looked at Elena's Instagram page and her spreads, I would know that they were hers immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely has a voice. Let's put it that way. Exactly. For sure. Yes. So speaking of her voice, let's hear her. Let's hear from her. Let's bring her out. We could talk. We could have a whole episode where we just talk about how much we like her. We could do that. Uh Um, But let's talk to her first. So (laughs) hi, Elena. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. 
Hello, everyone. Y'all are sitting over here. I am blushing, just <laughs> gushing. Thank you so much. Y'all are so kind. <laughs> um, well, thank you for being here. Yes, thank you so much. You you really are amazing. Like I I just I just want to say like where everybody can hear it that I I just think that you're amazing and I I'm kind of nervous, y'all. Like I'm fangirling <laughs> just a little oh. bit. Yeah, it's a little bit like having a, a planner celebrity or just in general a celebrity. I mean. <laughs> looking at all the cool things, like you, you are the epitome of boss babe. Like I know. I, I wish I was as cool as you guys are making me out to be. I really wish I was as cool. Like y'all are so, so kind. I promise you I'm not as cool as you have made me sound. Oh, well you, we are about to find out all about all that stuff. So we want to hear about how cool you're not then. Um, <laughs> so if, okay, guys, if you're not following the organized money, go ahead and go over to Instagram and do that. Mm -hmm. um, but Elena, can you take just a few minutes like here at the top of the show and like tell everybody where all they can find you all the things that you're doing, just plug yourself real hard here at the top. And then we'll get into a little bit more about who you are like personally. Yes. So um, anybody who don't know me, my name is Elena, and I am the owner of the organized money. Um, and I help women organize their life, their work, and their money through the use of a paper planner. So I love functional planning. I am all about functional planning. And so I have a YouTube channel called The Organized Money, where you can find a bunch of functional planning videos. We talk a lot about productivity and budgeting and um, habits and routines over there. I also am on Instagram at The Organized Money. I share a bunch of reels and different um, posts on my planner. And I also have a monthly membership where we jump on weekly um, with my group and we will just talk about budgeting and productivity and planning once a week, every single Thursday. We have a class and within that group, we also have a private podcast. We have... Um, they get access to all of my planner downloads. And I have an Etsy shop where I sell um, functional planners as well. I have a life planner, a faith planner, and a budget planner. So that's all about me. <laughs> wow. Like I said, boss babe, like she's doing all the things. And I mean, there are some people who are taking on too much and you can kind of feel that, but I see that you are doing everything amazing. Like nothing is, nothing is like gets lost in there. Everything that you're doing stays very consistent. And you, like I said, goals <laughs> all the time goals. <laughs> so the sheets that you use in your planner, are they from your shop? Like the hourly sheets that, because when I'm, you know, when I watch you in your reels and all that, like the, so those layouts are the ones that you made. Yes. So I, um, when I initially started planning, I was only using Happy Planner. I was a Happy Planner type girl. Well, when I first, first started, like if you go all the way back, I went from Erin Condren to Happy Planner. I stuck with Happy Planner for quite some time. The big switch happened. I want to say it was at the beginning of 2020 when Happy Planner no longer came out with the hourly planner as a big. I used to get the hourly planner, big planner every single year where they stopped making that one. And I was completely distraught. Like, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh my goodness. I hate when that happens. I <laughs> and, oh my God. I was so attached to that layout in that size. And they had it in a classic size, but they didn't have it in a big. And I was just completely like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then 
um, you know, I was talking about it on YouTube, like, y'all, I really don't know what I'm gonna do. And my, um, a lot of the people were commenting, why don't you try and make it like make it, I think you could make it, you know, and I was like, well, maybe I'm, I am going to try and make it. And when I tell you that was the creation of um, my life planner, then I created a budget planner. And then I did a faith plan, it just kind of went from there. So now my system is completely mine. I will play around still with happy planner um, from time to time. If I have like some extra time, I might use another layout, but my functional planning side is all my spread, my inserts. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, your hourly layout that you made looks awesome. First of all, we love anything neutral. So, you know, like, yes. you know, just a layout with this, you know, just the lines on it. And then, um, you know, I've, I've been looking at it and it's like, it's got the hours that I feel like that, that I, that could be useful for me. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So um, I think that that's so great. And I mean, obviously we have like our times where we try all our different planners, mm-hmm. Um but, you know, making your own stuff, I feel like when you look at your planner and you know that you designed the layout and you printed it out yourself and you punched it and you put it in there, like that's probably, that feels very, that's fulfilling to me. <laughs> and the thing is you can tailor it so much more when it's yours, you know, because um, that was the one thing with Happy Planner. I love the hourly layout, but it did start around 7 a.m. I want to say, I think it was 7 a.m. to like 7 or 8 p.m. And I needed until like 10. I was like, I need that 6 a.m. time slot. And when I made it my own, it's like I was able to tailor it to exactly what I needed. And it just, it made the world of a difference with my overall planning. Yeah. And you also, um, you do your content planning, um, in like a teacher layout, don't you? So I recently just switched it. Cause I recently like the video that actually comes out today, I'm sharing an insert that I created, um, because I, I still was missing this, the, like, cause if you know, the teacher layout, it does not have, the sidebar, it didn't have a sidebar. And I was missing that sidebar to write up like ideas and different things that I want to come up. So I just created an insert for my social media content to kind of help me with the issues that I'm having, which is why I always recommend, you know, for for planners to try and experiment with different layouts. Don't be afraid of trying. And if it doesn't work and you're saying, I'm still feel like I'm missing something, then try and create your own or think about really what is that thing that's missing for you. And so I tried the dashboard for a while, the dashboard layout that worked for a little while. Then I went to the teacher layout and now I am currently um, creating my own inserts to make sure that it completely suits my needs. But I promise you, if like there are certain planners that I can't live without, my content planner is definitely one of them because it serves as such a big part of my business. You know, I know you you guys know, but it's like when you're on social media, there's always a place to post all the time. There's so many different things and so many different moving parts to making sure that everything is running correctly, that my, my content um, calendar is a very big part of what I do. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely understand that. And I love what you said about trying another planner or just trying another layout because I am a dashboard planner into my soul and yeah. I would, but I started out as a vertical planner and I would not have known that if I wouldn't have picked up a dashboard planner one time. So yes, yep. I 100% agree with that. Try all the styles. 
Yeah. yeah and when I first, become, sorry, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but I was going to say, when I first started, I was actually a vertical style planner as well. And I was trying to still like get all the things done and I, it wasn't working. I ended up switching over to the hourly just on a dare, like someone was like, well, why don't you try this for a month? Because I was just convinced in my mind that the hourly was not going to work for me. I'm like, oh no, it's too restricting. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And then I was like, well, let me just try it. Maybe. And it worked. And I have been an hourly planner for like the last three years, but had I not tried it and not just ultimately decided in my mind that it wasn't going to work, I felt like I would have never given it a chance. So I feel like a lot of times we will write off different styles because we just feel like, oh no, that's not gonna work without trying it. So yeah, try all the styles. Even if you don't wanna buy it, print print out the layout from Google, put it in something else and try it so that you can still get to see what it feels like and experience it. Exactly. Have you always planned in the big size? Has that always been your jam, like the big, big planner? No, when I started out, I I did try classic for quite some time. Um, the main reason why I ended up switching and sticking to the big is because of the space. So I wanted all of my sections to fit in one planner. Like I, I love having multiple planners, but I love the Franken planning system to where I have all of these sections in one. And I realized when I was trying to do that as a classic size, I needed the expandable disc. The book was really, really thick. It wasn't really working. I was running out of space. So I ended up switching over to the big um, about two years ago, and I I've been in love ever since. But when I find something that I love, I'll try something else for a little bit, but I usually end up going back. I am such a creature of habit. And I've realized that over time, but it's still good to experiment because I'll still try, but I usually end up coming right back to the big, right back to this bounds, right back to the same pen, same type of functional planning, <laughs> hourly layout. Like I always end up right back where I started. I love that. Right back to the same pin. Just, yeah, just I'm serious. <laughs> it's crazy. There's, yeah, there's I not like that. I feel like you do that, Leanne. Every time you always circle back to that horizontal, that horizontal EC is like your home. I know. And I try so many other things, but like you said about not having a sidebar, that for me is the hardest part about trying to plan horizontally is that you don't have that sidebar. You have to use that like extra box at the underneath Sunday or whatever to like put your sidebar stuff. Um, but I miss that because I do like to keep a running list of like what needs to be done and then kind of slide those things onto the days of the week when I'm planning. So, but I do love horizontal. I really do like all layouts. I think, I think that that's my problem is that yeah. I can kind of get them all to work for me. Um, okay. It just depends. Like my issue is that I don't know how to sticker like the hourly layout. Like you do a really good job yeah. getting your stickers down, like where they're supposed to go. But when I look at the hourly, I'm just like, I can't cover up any of this with stickers. Cause I might need all of these little sections, you know, like I, I've tried before to decorate hourly. And that's for me has been the most challenging thing about that layout is that I don't know how to put the stickers. On but I mean, what is the right way to sticker a planner? There's like, not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. I, I think it's just whatever we like, because I had the same problem when I first started the dashboard layout, because I was so used to stickering a vertical planner and everybody else on Instagram, it seemed like was stickering a vertical planner. So I was like, well, where do I even start? 
And I think you just have to some slap some stickers down and, and give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I did one hourly layout one time with stickers <laughs> and it just, it was, I am so much quicker to decorate a spread. If it's just like your, you know, traditional vertical spread, like for me, that's the fastest for decorating. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, there are so many people on Instagram that do a great job decorating the hourly. So I guess I just need to look for some inspiration. Um, I also have noticed that there's not as many people on social media that use the big size planner. Um, it almost always seems like everybody uses classic. So like when I look at yours and I see you thriving in the big planner, it's just, you know, it's nice to see something different. Um, and, and you know that, I think that that is a hard um, part for a, a lot of us as planners, right? We will go on Instagram because I was one of those people. I would go on Instagram and everybody had the classic. Like everyone had the classic. And I'm like, why can't I make this work? I should make theirs, this work because theirs looks so pretty. And maybe if I move this around and maybe if I'm, and I'm like, stop it. Like it's not working. You are just a bigger size planner. And I wanted the classic to work because I felt like it was more portable and it was just easier to carry around. So I'm just really, I was really, really trying, but sometimes you got to just know when to throw in the towel and just say, you know what, that may work for a bunch of people, but it just, it's not working for me. So I got to figure out what works for me and the big for some reason, it just, it fits me. It works. Do you carry it with you when you leave the house? Does it go with you everywhere? I do. So the only time I'm, I'm not having it on me is like after hours or if I'm like running a bunch of errands, I will usually carry my brainstorming notebook, which I've done an entire video on my brainstorming notebook, how I use it. But basically it's just like a little small notebook. It is an A5 size that I will use um, if I'm going somewhere where I'm running a lot. Like let's say I'm going multiple places, multiple errands, and I just don't want to have a bigger bag on me or I'm worried about like my bag being too heavy on my shoulder. But other than that, if I am going anywhere for work, I'm going to the, my office or like doing stuff around the house, I am walking around with my planner attached to me. Like it goes everywhere with me. I absolutely have to have it. Yeah, that was going to be my question. What bag do you carry that big planner in? <laughs> what, so I, like? I have multiple big bags. <laughs> I have multiple big bags that I absolutely love. But one of them are, is the, um, that I'll carry around a lot, is the big leather Erin Condren bag. It, it, it comes as a canvas, but it comes as the black leather as well. Um, I got that one probably like four years ago by now. And I will carry that one often. I also have a tote, like a Michael Kors tote that I love. Um, So I have several of tote, like really tote bags. If it's a tote bag, I, it has my name written all over it. I love tote bags. And I, and so I can just throw it in there and have it on me all day. And I'll usually carry that with my brainstorming notebook. Love it. So what does, what does a regular day look like? I know that the past two mornings we have gotten you, you know, you've gotten on our Zooms looking all like, you know, beautiful and ready for the day. Unlike me, who is, you know, basically never ready to go anywhere. Um, (laughs) So what does a typical day look like for you with all of your, you know, social media creation and all the things like, what is, what's your, your schedule like? 
So it varies. It does vary on different days. I promise I do not look like this all the time. <laughs> but for the most part, I um, I have certain days where I'm doing certain things. And um, like around the end of the week, between um, Thursdays and Fridays, usually I am doing a lot of um like interviews or meetings or like I have Zoom calls, things like that. So a lot of that happens toward the end of the week. At the beginning of the week, I'm doing a lot of my content creation. I really do try my best to be a week ahead of myself. And that is because I always share my content of what is coming up for the very next week on a Sunday. So when I share it on Sunday on my Instagram, that means I have usually already filmed it, even if it isn't edited. I have filmed all of that content or prepped all of that content in my content planner. And so it's like Mondays is a heavy, heavy filming day. Tuesday is a heavy filming and order day. And then um, during the evening times, I might switch off because I'm also in ministry. My husband and I are pastors. So we, you know, I'll kind of like flow throughout the day and each day may be different, but it will usually consist of a lot of different meetings, filming, producing orders and producing things for my membership. So it, it kind of goes back and forth between that. And then every now and then I might be doing some one-on-ones with some of the people from the membership as well so that um, I can just kind of keep it flowing. But usually I will decide the, the day before, okay, what does tomorrow look like and kind of plan out and time block that entire day. So I'll look at my hourly planner and I'll say, okay, from nine to 11, I'm going to be filming and then I'm gonna take a lunch break. And then from one to three, I'm going to be producing orders. And then from three to five, the kids will get home. So now I gotta switch over to mommy mode, check on them, make sure that they're good, get them settled for homework. Then I may do some additional work in the evening before dinner. Once dinner hits, that's it for the rest of the day because it's going to be family time and then kind of planning for the next day. So, yeah, I'm looking at your um, your ministries, Instagram. Um, I want to go to your church. <laughs> oh, um, oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> you can find you can find um, their Instagram. It's Empowerment Nola um, mm -hmm. on Instagram. And it just... Well, your husband, first of all, y'all are adorable. I mean, just oh, thank you. Um, tell us a little bit about your family and your personal life. Like just, you know, outside of obviously you're a boss. I mean, we can tell that and we'll <laughs> yeah. get into all of that stuff too. But like, talk a bit, a little bit about like, what's your personal life like? Yeah. So um, I actually met my husband in 2007. We met in 2007. And at that time, I have been serving in ministry since 2006. So um, just to give you a little bit of back history, uh, you know, New Orleans was hit by Hurricane Katrina in 2005. At that time, I was in my 20s. And um, it it changed everything. Like I was born and raised in New Orleans and um, I, you know, 
we have always had hurricane scares, like just been used to it. You get packed up, you leave for a couple of days, you come back, everything's always fine. Well, Hurricane Katrina just changed the game and it just changed everyone in the city. And it just shows you how much damage and how precious life is. It just really changed everything. So at that time, it really like changed me. And I decided to start going into, I wanted to go into ministry. I wanted to help the community. I wanted to rebuild. I wanted to just be a part. So I joined a church. I really had not been like um, super into ministry things before then, but I was like, you know what? I want to be involved. I want to help people. Um, And so after Hurricane Katrina, when we were able to come back into the city around 2006, I decided to get involved in ministry. And throughout that process, and when I was in ministry, I ended up meeting my husband. He did not go to my church, but he went to another church and we ended up meeting at this like um, conference function that they were having. And we were friends at first and we were friends for about six or seven months. And then we started dating and we when we decided we were going to get married, we got married in 2010 and we decided we were going to be in ministry together because he had always had a passion for being a pastor. He's been a pastor for since 2008. So um, we did ministry. We were youth pastors. And this is the entire, like I've been doing ministry longer than I have been doing organized money. So that was my that was my process. Like I quit accounting because accounting was my um, college degree. And I worked as an accountant for about eight years, but then I decided to go into full-time ministry with him. We were youth pastors. We worked for our church for ooh, about 13 years. And then our pastor told you know us, like set us aside and was like, you know what? I just believe that God has called you to be lead pastors at, you know, at your own church. And so me and my husband prayed about it. And my husband was like, yeah, I believe it too, because this is what I've always thought that we were supposed to do. And so for the past six or seven months, we have been um, building and just getting equipment and getting things together. And we actually launched this Sunday. It'll be our very first service. So we had a practice service last week, but this is going to be our very first service. And we're launching in New Orleans, Louisiana on the West Bank side. And we are so excited about it. Like we've been able to do community events throughout the process. And it's just been so fulfilling and so wonderful. But we have been just ecstatic and um, we're excited to be helpful and serve the community. So your first service is Sunday then. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> My very first service is Sunday. We And when people see our Instagram, they're like, it looks like y'all already doing it. I'm like, that's just the practice stuff that we just <laughs> did together. <laughs> but our first service is Sunday, the very first one. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, we are. We are so ecstatic. <laughs> So how many kids do you guys have? So we have two kids. We have two daughters. Um, They are seven and nine. Well, my oldest 
who is about to be 10. Oh my goodness, double digits. I cannot believe it. But she's about to be 10 on Monday. Monday is her birthday. So we have a lot going on this weekend. It's going to be the launch of the church and then we're celebrating her. But we have two little girls and they are just as involved in the process. We try and keep them super involved even with the ministry stuff as well. So they kind of, they do the children's church and they help out a lot over there as well. Um, but they are two wonderful little girls. Oh, that's, you know, I think yesterday we talked about this. Um, I was having some issues personally yesterday, but you guys were talking about it and that's right. Because my kids are like the same age as yours. I have a son who is 10. He turned 10 in March and then a daughter who is eight. She'll be, she'll be nine in August. So yeah, that, that, the, the age difference is exactly the same as my two. Yeah. Um, this good ages, don't you think? Like it's wonderful. Seven ages. and nine is pretty great. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. I know y'all are so sweet now. I just hope y'all stay sweet, <laughs> which I know probably won't. They won't once they get to teenage years, but I'm just like, I just got to savor it right now because right now we are their world. And it's just so wonderful that they're like looking up to us and just so, yeah, they're so sweet right now. Yeah, Caitlin <laughs> will tell you that it's, that doesn't last, does it? I know. Uh, I will- I will say there are sweet moments in in years. Like my 14 year old who is almost as tall as me will still walk up and like try to get into my lap. And I mean, there are sweet moments, but the parenting a teenager has challenged me in ways that I don't think I've been challenged, but I think you always heard, (laughs) I think you grow through that. And I'm, I've been a middle school and a high school teacher forever as well. And I thought I was ready. I was like, I do this for a living, but it's so different when it's your own child. But I also feel like I am learning so much more about her and watching her become independent. And the hardest part for me is like, okay, I'm going to try not to cry, (laughs) Um, is that you want to hold on to them because that's been your job for so long. You would just want to like wrap them in bubble wrap until they can take care of themselves, but also like give them the space to grow into a person. But I mean, the world is just so scary. It's so, yeah, it's I know. so hard. Like we just started letting her ride her bike by herself over to my mom's house, <clears throat> which is like five minutes down the road. And I'll like text my mom. She's on her way. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we'll text. She got here. So we're like trying to start doing some more of those independence things, but it's tough, man. It's tough. You said it though. You are their world right now. Yeah. Um, at the ages. I mean, I'm sure that you kind of remember that too, with Delilah, Caitlin, that there's, there's, you know, especially with daughters is like, yeah my daughter is eight and I am literally like the, the, the shining star in her life, you know, Mm -hmm. and she really wants to, you know, be with me all the time. And she wants for me to like the stuff that she likes. And she wants to, you know, be into my stuff. And are your girls into your planners at all? Do they like your planners and your stickers and all Mm -hmm. that stuff? So yes, my oldest, um, she, I, bought her the it's the happy planner the disney one that's undated and it's a vertical style planner and so she writes in it anytime she sees me writing in mine she's like what are you writing i'm gonna write the same thing right so she does that and my youngest she'll come into the, my studio where i'm usually producing orders and she has she's filled with all of the questions about stickers and how do i use them and what do you do and so she has her own little notebook that she uses as well so like right now both of them are like, 
I'm going to do that. I'm going to be a YouTuber. I want to be just like you. And I'm just like, oh, I want it to last forever. <laughs> I know. I remember when um, my son first started watching YouTube and he was like, maybe I could be a YouTuber when I grow up. And I was like, buddy, that's not a job. Yeah. <laughs> and now all these years later, I'm like, maybe you could be a YouTuber. That is a job. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like we, for us, because Delilah says the same thing, we want her to make sure that she has like a fallback plan because mm-hmm. you can go into YouTube with the best intentions and like, I still post videos and still enjoy it, but it not really take off. So I was told her. Like, and I remind my kids all the time, you know, I'm an accountant. It just, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> where I started. I started off as an accountant. Like we had a little cushion. There, there wasn't the only thing that, you know, it's like we had something to kind of fall back on. But, uh, you know, right now they only see that side because, you know, I don't really practice accounting anymore. So they're like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I want to do. But I'm sure in a couple of years, they'll change their yeah. mind. <laughs> and they don't, maybe that my kids, at least they don't see like the back end they don't see the hours of editing they don't see the phone calls with brands they don't see all of that very very true very they see the beautifully crafted video that comes out exactly exactly so how did covid affect you guys like you know march of 2020 is like everybody's big you know big change but like what what how did y'all's lives change when we all went inside and couldn't go out Oh, it was an instant change that I, I don't even think we saw coming. So we, um, I remember because, you know, I was, we were at church and we had just had the end of our service and, you know, our pastor was like, you know, we, we hear that there's something coming. So we may not have church for like the next two weeks. It's going to be like two or three weeks. And so we're like, oh, okay, no problem. And then I, I want to say it was like Monday or Tuesday that next week, it like hit up the severity of what we were facing. Um, and instantly we were like realizing we were going to have to homeschool our kids and we were going to have to like figure out our new schedule because we were stuck inside so much. And I'm like, I'm worried about them just laying around and being on their iPads all day. I just, I, I remember this instant fear and dread that was coming over. So my personality is instantly, how can I fix this? Can I fix it? Let's fix it. Let's plan it. We're going to plan of all of these things we're going to do. That's just going to fix it. And it took me about, um, maybe about two or three weeks before I was just like, there's no fixing this. You, you gotta give up because I was trying to schedule out the family time and still plan different things and still trying to, because this was during the summer, where I'm trying to plan out things that we could possibly do, but we couldn't go anywhere. So it's like, you can't go anywhere. You can't go outside. We're in the like backyard, but my, my kids were like, I think that they were just trying to adjust and they missed their friends. They missed being able to go outside. They missed being able to play. They missed going to the park. And it was a really big adjustment, really, really big adjustment. Now, um, one, now, with, with my business, what ended up happening, though, is because I worked for a ministry and, um, you know, I was working every single Sunday, our me and my husband pay was cut. So we were cut by 50 percent, both of us. Oh. And I, I was like, 
what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like instant panic because I, I was like, I, we can't both have a pay cut of 50%. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Now, thank God I was on YouTube, but I wasn't really as focused because I was doing both. And um, so if you go back to my channel around that time, I instantly went into survival mode. I was posting like every other day, like posting, just like saying, okay, if I post a bunch and I put out a bunch of videos and I post, you know, talk about my Etsy stuff and my products, like, because we could not go out and get another job or do anything during that time, this was like the only thing that I had. Thank God it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that is the time that my channel just started to explode. And I really just believe that God just blessed us during that time because we genuinely did not like, we had a nice amount of savings, thank God. And that helped us during those hard months. And then um, around like the third or fourth month, like YouTube started to pick up and then everything kind of exploded. And I really like started to gain the traction that I needed to, for the business to really sustain our household. But it, it was a crazy time. And at that moment, um, I, I was just in survival mode. And I think it took me some time after like in like 2021, when I started reflecting back, I was like, yeah, that was, it was it was a crazy time. And I didn't realize that I was traumatized by it until it was time for me to take a break. And my husband was like, oh, no, we're going on vacation. I'm like, no, 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 I can't. I got to work. And he's like, wait, why can't you go on vacation? But I think I was still in that trauma response of so worried that, you know, something like this was going to happen again and we weren't going to have enough money. And I was just in a panic mode that I had to um, really just kind of regroup and figure out, okay, this was just uh, like a time that you need to get over. That's why I highly recommend anybody who needs to go to therapy, go to therapy, go to counseling, get all of the help and the tools that you need because it helped me work through that trauma response that I had to start to relax again because I was not relaxing. I was just working constantly and I had to learn how to relax again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. The therapy. Yes. All the therapy all the time. Please. Yes. Therapy. We haven't really talked much about the trauma that we have all like collectively experienced throughout this time. Um, because like you said, you know, your pay getting cut 50%, the fear of, you know, not being able to provide and not being able to, you know, put food on the table and stuff living in that fear long enough, I think does like create a trauma response. Um, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. when things do normalize, you still don't feel like, oh my gosh, like anything could happen. This happened before. It's just, yeah. And And you feel like this panic saving mode, which is what I did. I went into like this panic saving mode where I was saving everything and I didn't want anyone to spend any money. Like (laughs) I just wanted to save it all. And it, 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 it was like my mechanism, my coping mechanism. And I didn't realize it until we kind of got to the tail end of it, that it was a trauma response. And I'm talking to my therapist and my therapist is saying, why do you feel like you need that much? Like, it, it seems like you're in a good position, but I just was, I didn't want to enjoy money. Like I was afraid of enjoying it because what if, what if this happens, you know? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think that that makes a lot of sense. Um, and gosh, Caitlin, I feel like that you and I like literally just talked about therapy like right before this episode started. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we were yeah, just absolutely. talking about, um, you know, therapy for kids and, you know, therapy for just for everybody. And um, well, yeah, do- and if we want to talk about a trauma response, like if we look at our kids are resilient, of course, but <clears throat> I feel like so many of them are displaying either like physical behaviors or just little things that have really affected them by taking a big social piece out, by interrupting their routine. For some of them, losing academic skills from not being in an adequate comprehensive learning program. Um, I just, there is a lot of trauma and that hits really close to home right now because we are basically like circling the wagons around my daughter right now because she, I, I feel like she's like hit a wall <laughs> with this whole COVID thing and definitely like the therapy for all the kids. I, I'm just, just watch your kids right now. <laughs> like there's yeah, a lot going yeah. on for our babies. Yeah. There's a lot going on. And we realized, you know, cause we would do, um, individual sessions. So I have an individual session, but then we did family sessions as well, where we would take the kids and, you know, you think your kids are still bouncing around. They seem yeah. the same. But yeah. then when we would like all go as a family, we're like, oh, wait, no, they're they're experiencing this, too. This is a trauma to them, too. And, you know, even my, my youngest, who is seven, you know, she's when it was like, OK, this is our two years ago. And so she's like, I barely remember a time where I didn't have to put on a mask. Like she doesn't hardly even remember a time. And so she's still trying to adjust. Like all of our kids are trying to adjust and it's virtual learning and it's hard to learn. And you can't talk to your friends and you got to stay apart. No one can give hugs. And my youngest love to give everybody a hug, even strangers. So she wants to hug everybody. And I'm like, you can't hug. And even stuff like that, it's just, the smallest things that I think we take it for granted as an adult, they really take it in. And so you really do have to pay attention to all of that. Those little responses that we have throughout the day. A lot of times it isn't a big explosion. Sometimes it's a whole bunch of small ones that you're not paying attention to. Yeah. And like for my kiddo, like I got so busy with work, I think that I didn't see the little things popping up for her, but like looking back, like that poor kiddo has been just in like a state of anxiety since this thing has started. Like she has just been so nervous and she really, she just keeps asking like, when is, when is this going to be done? When are we going to be done with this? That's what they want to know. They want to know the time when it's going to be done. Yeah. 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 How did your kids do with the virtual school? Um, they did not like it. (laughs) They did not like it. It, it, you know, the biggest issue that um, I had was the distraction around them because they're at home, right? Technically, they're at home. So I had to, um, you know, get them in the, the pattern. It was a, an adjustment of just sitting there in front of basically a computer and just acting like you're in school because <laughs> they would say, but I'm not in school. I can go get a snack or I can run, like go upstairs real quick. And it it took them a while. I would say probably about the first maybe month or so. After a while, they did get adjusted. um, And we ended up doing it in an entire semester. But when they went, when they ended up going back to school, like me and my husband bought the teacher's gifts. Cause I was like, I know that if I had to deal with my two (laughs) 
my two kids and I know the trauma that y'all must be going through to to do this for 30 kids to try and figure out how you're going to teach all of these kids and mine like they they're back in school now which means that it's much better for them but it was it was an adjustment it was a challenge we had to try and make it as fun as possible and we would take breaks and family walks and try and do little things to try and still make it seem like um, we were having fun and not just stuck and not just stuck in the house, even though ultimately they still felt stuck sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you find that you were like need to eat all day? That's oh what Caitlin God. and I discovered. Like what the is snack. snacking? <laughs> eight pounds. Easy. Girl. <laughs> what? I gained like eight pounds so quick, but it, it was because I was just like I was bored, right? So yeah. I think all of us were just bored. So you're bored, you're sitting for the TV, you're chewing on chips and then, oh, let me get a muffin. Oh, let me get a donut. Like it was just and, constant. And we're a little sad too. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, and, and that's what I was saying, you know, I, I was on a one-on-one call um, with one of my clients and she was just talking about how, you know, she was so frustrated with herself and not working out, not doing this, not doing it. And I'm like, you have to give yourself some grace. Like this was a traumatic experience. Like this was a huge life change that no one saw coming. Like no one saw it coming. So you have to give yourself a lot of grace. Like, okay, yes, I, you know, I put on some weight. This happened. You know, I was eating a lot. I was sad. I was bored it's all okay. It's yeah. Okay. I, I know when, when we finally got my kids back to the pediatrician, like after, you know, when we felt comfortable that we could take them to the doctor just for a checkup. Um, what did, what did their pediatrician say? COVID chub. <laughs> they both had a little bit of COVID chub, but that, you know, once they got back into school and everything kind of normalized that it would kind of fall off. And it did, it really did like the, for all of my children I've, I've noticed, but it's so interesting how much they want to, how much they wanted to eat like all day, every day. Like we, that was what was so shocking for me was like, how many snacks can one child, you know, have in a day? Like, I felt like all they did was eat the whole time. Yeah. Our Um, grocery bills like skyrocketed. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are still in virtual right now. And I've actually had, I, I bought this like fruit bowl thing. And so there's bananas, apples, oranges, uh, tomatoes in there sometimes. And I'm like, you can choose a fruit or a vegetable if you are really hungry, like go over <laughs> here and get yourself a fruit. You are not having chips and fruit leather and all this stuff. <laughs> and instantly not hungry anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I'll just wait till dinner. I'm yeah. <laughs> so you have been experiencing quite a lot of social media success. Um, just, and it's interesting because like, you know, when we see accounts that, you know, we follow for a while and then things kind of like blow up for them and just like get, get really, you know, huge. And that's gotta be like a, it's gotta be a good feeling, but also, um, what made you decide, okay, I have my paper planners. I'm assuming that you used your paper planners before you started the social media part of it. Mm -hmm. So what made you decide, all right, 
I'm going to put my planner on social media and give this a try. Like that's just the day that we all decide we're going to do it. Like, what was your catalyst? What made you say, I want to do that? So I, um, I had been planning for a very long time. I off and on, I can't say I wasn't, I wasn't all the way consistent because I was consistent during high school. And then I kind of fell off, um, a little bit during college where I would get one on and off. Um, once I started my accounting career, I was consistent because I needed it for my um, accounting, but I didn't um, really think anything of it, to be honest. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, it's a planner. Everybody has planners, right? And, you know, people would comment every now and then at, at work. Some of my coworkers would be like, oh, that's pretty, you know, like, oh, I like your planner. Still didn't think anything of it until I was on YouTube one day and I was looking for something else. And I fell into a hole of planners and and oh, I know what I was doing. I was trying to find what was the new, um, because at that time I was an Erin Condren planner, I was power bound and I was trying to find and see if the new ones had came out. This was toward the end of the year. I was like, let me just see what new Erin Condrens are out there. And a YouTube video popped up. I do not remember the creator, but I ended up watching that video and I fell down a rabbit hole of just stalking all of because I really did love planning. I just didn't know that people actually talked about it on YouTube. I'm like, this is great. So I watched videos for about two years, maybe Um, about two or three years. I just watched. I just wanted to watch. And then one day I was like, I want to talk about mine. I want to talk about mine. And I want to, I want to show mine and I want to do that. And I want to do. And so, um, one day I just said, I'm going to try, I'm going to try it. And so I, uh, I ended up using my phone. I did it in fact by the sunlight and it's an awful video. It's a terrible video. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible video. The lighting is awful. Everything was terrible about it, but I did it. And I, um, I had fun doing it. And once I realized like how much fun I had, um, just talking about planning. I, I, you know, I told my husband, I was like, man, if I could do this, I remember telling him if I could do this for the rest of my life, I would, because that's just how much I love planning. But I was like, but no one, I don't think anybody can make money just talking about planning, but I really do love doing it as a hobby. And he was like, well, just do it as a hobby. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And um, it just, kind of spiraled from there. I started my channel in 2017, toward the end of 2017. Um, And then I really started to kind of be consistent um, in 2018. In 2018, I got consistent, 2019. And then 2020 was really the year where I started to see the fruits of everything. Like I grew, I was growing. but it was a very slow growth, like until 2020, like 2020 was the year that it really, really kind of shot off. But I was posting consistently just because I love to post and just because I loved what I was talking about. Yes. And I think that radiates through in all of your videos. You always have like a joyful 
space in your channel. That's what I love so much about your videos, especially. I, when I tell you, people are like, oh, I'm really genuinely excited. I'd be so, oh, this is so cool. Wait till I tell, <laughs> wait till I get on YouTube and tell people. And my, my, my friends will be like, are you really this excited about the planet? I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> I love planners that much. Just as much as y'all love talking about shoes and purses. That's how I feel about my planner. <laughs> exactly. I relate to that very much. <laughs> so what would you say? I find it very interesting when we have guests that, you know, left their, 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 you know, civilian job yeah, and, I, you know, I, becomes I, like a planner on Instagram and YouTube, like full time. And it's interesting to see like, Cause you know, everybody kind of has like their little specialty or their, you know, their little niche, like, you know, you have all of your, you know, your budgeting and everything. And it's so funny because like, now that I know that you came from an accounting background, uh -huh. it's almost like, okay, it makes sense for someone who came from an accounting background to be wanting to help women with their budgets and things like that. And, um, it's just, it's just cute to see like that kind of evolution. Um, you know, cause of course you needed a planner in your, you know, in your job. But now it's like you get to talk about the planners on social media and use them in your life. Like it's just all, it's just a win-win for everybody. The, the crazy part about it though, when I started my channel, if y'all notice, my name is The Organized Money. When I started off my channel, I did not intend for it to be a planner channel. That was not my real intentions. When I started, I watched a lot of planner girls. I said, oh, I'm going to talk about planners just because I love planners here and there. But I fully intended it to be a money channel where I just talked about money. The, the thing that really kind of started to switch me over a lot was because my planner videos did so much better. <laughs> like my budgeting videos did well, but my planner videos just blew them out the water. And so um, I was like, well, I don't want to change my name because I had already stuck to the name. I had already registered with the state. And I was like, I don't want to change my name, but I think I'm going to kind of revamp my content. And that's what I did. And I really leaned into the planning. But originally that was not like, my, my plan was to be a money channel and just talk about money. Think of the financial diet. That's that was my frame of mind. Like, I'm going to talk about money. And then every now and then I'll throw in a planner video. But every my audience really kind of told me, yeah, no, we want to see the planner, girl. Let me see the planner. So I was like, okay, let's, let's go that route instead. The same thing happened to me. I used to be like a mom channel and talk about like mom things. And then I stumbled on a happy planner in Michael's one day. And I was like, look at my planner. And then those videos from there on out started blowing up yeah. and the happy planner at that time didn't have a channel. And so there were just like a handful of us out there doing flip throughs. And so those were getting like thousands of views when I only had like 200 subscribers. It was wild. Yeah. That, that when I, if any new YouTuber, I always tell them, look at those analytics. They yeah. are not lying to you. And if there is something that people are loving lean into it. How can mm -hmm. you lean into it? How can you build from that? Because that is exactly what I did. Like I did a planner flip through and then I'm like, okay, how can I spin off from this? Let's talk about functional planning tips. Let's talk about how to start using a planner and how to put it together. Like, I just think I came up with a list of like 50 ideas 
um, of just talking about planning. And then I'm saying, okay, how can I spread this out even more? Because this is what people want me to talk about. Like, even though I wanted originally, I'm like, I'm an accountant. I'll just talk about money. But it, they wanted the planning more than the money. But mm-hmm. the way that your videos are like you, you approach like what, okay. So I like your, you, I love that video. Like what to do when you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, like you have videos that incorporate the planner, you know, and it's obvious that your channel is planner content, but at the same time, like it's helpful for me, like your routine video, like how to get into a planner routine, you know, just like, those are things that I think that, you know, people, people really need to see. I, Plan with me's are fun, but you know, I, I think that helping people learn how to use their planner yeah. is when yeah. I first started, when I first started, I did a bunch of plan with me's because that's what I saw. Everybody was doing plan with me's and they worked and it was super, super pretty. The issue I was having though is as even someone who had like just kind of started trying to be consistent, was the consistency with my planner. And I kept running into life problems. Like, you know, I ended up taking a week off because my baby got sick or something else happened or my, I blew my budget. Now, it, it, and it was like other life things were happening and it was affecting my planning. So I was like, man, I can't record because this is this and this is going on and that happened and this happened. And I was like, wait, what if I just talk about that? Like, I feel like if I'm having these problems, trying to plan and all of these things keep happening what do you write in your planner what how can I actually use my planner on a consistent basis what happens when I get overwhelmed what happens when you blow your budget like let's start to dive into those questions and and those videos ended up doing well which helped me to know that yeah that's what people like they're interested in knowing Okay, not just the mechanics, like I got the mechanics. I know how to set up the budget. How do I use it? How do I make sure I stick to it? How do I stop impulse shopping? And what what happens when I get emotional and I just go on a shopping spree? Like help me through that. And so that's what I started to kind of lean into is trying to think of those hard questions and trying to see if I could find tips or different things that could help people with those hard questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And that's what I think of when I think of your channel. Me too. I think of which I need to go to Elena's channel because I need somebody to tell me how to be a grown up, please. <laughs> please take me by the hand. When my very first uh, Vlogmas series was called Adulting 101, that was okay. my first. I was like, how do I adult? How do I yeah. figure out how to be an adult? <laughs> I'm going to put that in my watch later folder. <laughs> Well, I think that your content is amazing. I really do. I think that, you know, I, one of the things that we always talk about that we love about this community is just like how everybody's planner and everybody's content is, is a little bit different and everybody's contribution is valuable. And, you know, it's just, when I see, I, I just, it's very inspirational to me to really see somebody say, this is how I use my planner. And it seems so genuine and so real. And like, this is really what's working for me. And I'm sharing what's really working for me. And it's not just like, here's a picture of a pretty planner that, cause so much of the time, like I make a picture of a really pretty planner, but then I don't end up using it. And it's like, why I just, I do look to you for like, here's how to really use it for real, you know, like motivation. 
because, because and, that and, was, yeah, that was my problem too. Like I would see a lot of people do before the pen spreads and I was like, okay, but like, what do you write in there? And how do you know that you're not going to need to add your plans in there? And how do you know that that sticker goes there for that thing? That was always like, I was baffled by that. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Now I usually will watch different people for different things now. Mm-hmm. So like, there are some people where I'm like, Ooh, I just love the way they decorate because I'm doing a decorative spread. Maybe this is for my reading plan or for something else where it's not really, I'm just having fun. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'll go to this channel. Cause I know that they're going to have like a really pretty spread. I love planning with Bumble channel. She does like a bunch of different pretty planning spreads as well. And then, you know, if I said, okay, I'm trying to look into something like on how to organize my house. I might go to at home with Quita because she does some uh, nice home organization cleaning products. Like she always had some. So I feel like like everybody has this lane and it just like these lanes work for them. Like like, I'm like loving this lane. So I'm like, okay, I know the creator to go to when I am looking for something specific. And my lane was just functional. Like when if I tried the decorative style, it never, it didn't really work for me. Like I tried it for a while and it was because it wasn't naturally me because naturally I wasn't decorating my planner. And I, I feel like a lot of times we try and jump into other lanes to try and see, but once you kind of flow with what is naturally you and then it kind of just clicks and it works. Well, that's the content that people respond to as well. Like content that you are happy to make content that is comfortable for you. Um, You know, just like the other day, and this is just like everybody, you know, having their own lane, like Caitlin does a really good job on her shopping vlogs, you know, like she, she makes really, really good shopping vlogs and I can see why they get a lot of views because people really enjoy it. And I was just listening to you. I was cleaning the kitchen, Caitlin, and I was just listening to you shop. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah. 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 And it's just, just everybody has like their own voice and like their own place that they're like, I'm really hoping that one day, Caitlin, I'll find my lane. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, you will. And I, I feel like it's all about like trial and error at first. Like you got, like, you'll see lots of other creators out there and I'm not even like, I'm, I'm still a very small fish in a very large sea. Um, and I'm still like, sometimes I'll experiment, but I think like, if you see a creator put up a video that like trips your trigger a little bit that you're interested in, try it out. See if your audience responds. And I think being responsive to your viewers and your audience and cultivating that audience um, in in a way that like meshes with your personality is is the best way to authentically grow a channel, in my opinion. And I don't know it all. That's just what I've seen. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. So why don't you talk real quick about this most recent YouTube announcement that you just put up on Instagram that is so exciting. Yes. So I was selected as one of the YouTube Black Creator Voices. So it's called YouTube Black Voices. And every single year they select 100 creators, um, 100 Black creators in the world. And they will choose you to help you build your channel. Basically, they select classes. So I am a part of the class of 20. 2022 and they 
pour into you. They kind of give you different helps. They, they have tutorials. They have different things that they'll do for you throughout the year to help you grow your channel even more and help you to connect with your audience even more, help you to learn how to film and lighting and just help you to grow even more. So I'm super, super excited about it. Um, completely caught me off guard because, I mean, I have grown a lot in the last year, but Come in comparison, you always think about in comparison to the YouTube, like the the growth of the actual like social media, like just to think that I was one of the people selected in this vast thing of what YouTube is was insane to me. Um, but I'm super, super excited about it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah. What an incredible opportunity and so well-deserved. So well-deserved for sure. Well, I know we were talking about it before we started recording and you were like, I didn't even know that YouTube was like looking at us like that, you know? And at all. So yeah. So what ended up happening was last year. So last year I got an email and it was like, oh, YouTube is about to start. Um, but this is actually their third year of doing it. And they're like, oh, YouTube Black Voices for 2022. Do you want to apply? And when I remember seeing the, the email and being like, oh, I'm not going to apply for that. Like, I would never get that. Like, that's crazy. I'm not going to get that. And my husband just, he was in the room and he was like, why wouldn't you apply? And I'm like, it's YouTube. It's every YouTube, like, you know how many creators there are on YouTube? Like, even if you condense down to the black creators, that's still a lot of people, right? That's, it's a, a lot of people. And he was like, I mean, what does it hurt? Like, what does it hurt to try? And I was like, you're right. It don't hurt. So I was like, I'm going to do the application. I did it. And I did not think about it again. I didn't. And it, it had been months since I did it. And when I got the original email, I want to say it was around December sometime. I, I was in, first of all, I'd forgotten about it. <laughs> I was like, what is this? And then I was like, oh, I'm in, I was in complete shock because you just don't think that your channel is that good because you just see all the other creators around you and I'm like I'm a planner channel I'm you know it's it's small in comparison to all of the other channels that are out there and I don't think that they would pick me and they did and I was just in awe but I really say hats off to my husband because <laughs> he really is my biggest cheerleader I promise you he's my biggest cheerleader he's always telling me to go for it and try this and you're really great at this and you're so good at this and I think that a lot of times when we you know we're just so used to being ourselves that sometimes we don't see the greatness in ourselves and it takes that other person to kind of egg you on and that's what he did in that moment and it really did pay off and so now of course I have to hear I told you so <laughs> Oh, I love oh. that. Oh, I hate it when they're right. Oh. But you. I love it at the same time. It's so Yeah. <laughs> He's so sweet. And I was like, Ugh, you're you're right. He, he is right you though. Like, yeah. why not just apply? Why not? Yeah. And, and I mean I love that with people who want to start a channel or do different things. Why not? What does it hurt? Yeah, do it. I know. Caitlin's always telling people, like, anybody who wants to start a YouTube channel, just do it. Do like, it. Just, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't and I read it. a quote the other day that said, you can't make your 50th video or your 50th post until you make your first one. Because just like you, Elena, my very first video was terrible. I was yeah. holding <laughs> a selfie stick between my knees, 
on the couch, like balanced on the couch cushion to get that overhead view using the window light. Like, I mean, <laughs> it was really rocky, but we learn over the time about what equipment we need. And some people don't even use equipment. I know there's channels with millions of subscribers who film on their phone. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 yeah, but no, it is, it is so, it is so cool to think all of YouTube, like all of YouTube, you know, that when you said that, you're like, yeah, all of us, like all of, all of the YouTubers, like <laughs> to be, it's just to be selected is so, is so awesome. And I can't wait to see how it grows your channel. I, I want to see how YouTube pouring into your channel does help it you know like I'm interested to see like how yeah like what I'm really excited to see it as well and you know I know that they they like you know really try and help you be more strategic I want to say there's like media training and different things as well so I'm like just excited to see where it goes because to be honest like you kind of just jump into it you don't really know everything and you kind of learn as you go but I, I was like, I'm all for it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that they are doing that at all. Because like you think about YouTube and that people choose to make a YouTube channel and they, you know, cover all the costs involved in making videos and they make the content for YouTube. And then YouTube makes money off of that content that, you know, people have made. They should be, they should be putting effort into these channels. They should be, they should be trying to make sure that the content that is available on their platform is good quality content. So, you know, yeah. choosing a certain amount of, you know, YouTubers every year to, you know, augment their channel or bolster them in some way. That's what they should be doing for real. Well, yeah. and like they are pouring directly into you, but I know there's going to be smaller creators who watch your channel, who observe those things that you are applying and try them and apply them on their own channel. So they really are also pouring into maybe like the entire planner community at this point. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt like, cause I looked at the last couple of classes. So I want to say this is their third year of doing it. And I didn't see, cause I was like, Ooh, is there another planner channel that I could reach out to and say, how was this process for you? But I, I couldn't find one. And I was like, Oh, am I the only one? You <laughs> but are I was still, like super excited. I was like, well, if, if it ever comes around again, or I find like I am able to do it. And then I hear of another planner channel that does get it in the future. I can be that person to say, let me tell you what to expect, you know? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah no I think it's great and um I'm happy to hear that YouTube is doing that just because it seems to the outsider I mean I have a little YouTube channel but you know to an outsider who really just like consumes content on YouTube it seems like that they really have a good thing going here because they have all these people making content for them and they don't have to do any of that and you know they just sit back and watch the money roll in so it makes me happy to see them caring about you know, content creators. It does. For sure. Yeah. So, um, gosh, what, how, do you, how would you even like talk about your planner lineup right now? Cause we always ask people like, what planners are you using currently? Like what? And I mean, obviously we watch your, your videos and we see what you're planning in on Instagram, but you know, what, what would you call your lineup now? Like how, how do you describe your system? So I actually just revamped my lineup and this is because of, you know, I've always been a multiple planner um, girl um, and I love being in multiple planners. 
the, the, the big change for me is now that we are going into full-time ministry, I had to make some changes to my system. You know, when you're a multiple planner girl and you have eight planners and then you get really, really busy, <laughs> it, it just doesn't work. So um, I usually plan my content by what I call life categories. So I will normally plan by the categories of my life. And that is like home and family. And I have a budget section and I had, you know, a work section. And so it was just by the categories. But I recently changed it to reflect like my actions. So when I get busy, I switch over from categories to actions. So when I say plan by action, it's like I have a weekly section, I have a to-do section, um, and then I have a content section. So it's the action of the thing that I need to complete. And that's because all of the categories are going to be together in this one section. And I went from eight planners to four. Um, so I basically cut it in half. My, my hourly planner is still my catch-all. That is still my everything, right? So if I don't have any planner ever, I will always have the hourly big planner because that's the main hub. And then every other section is basically like an insert um, that I am used. All my entire system right now is undated. And that's once again, because of the schedule that I'm having, I wanted to give myself some flexibility. So I have a weekly section. I have a to-do section, which is just basically one really long to-do list. It's an insert. I have my content section where I can still plan out my content for the entire week. But once again, it's an insert instead of being a teacher planner that I had before. Um, I have my faith section, which my faith section is technically like a monthly planner, but it is undated and I use it to do my Bible studies and my scripture study and all of that. And then I have my budget section, which is still my undated budget planner. And I have a reading section. So those are all of the sections, but the main planner that I have, like all of the other ones are kind of like inserts and just different things that I'll use to write in throughout the course of the day. But my planner is the hourly undated planner. And then That's this week you said that you just made a video with a new layout that you just created. Yeah, which is this exact um, planner. This it's, it's this one that I just kind of walked y'all through, but I have a video, by the time y'all hear this, it's already on my channel, it came out Friday. So, um, but I, it, it posted 4 p.m. Central Time and I walked you through this process and I walked you through the six tips that I give for when it's time to change. So if you are walking into a busy season, if you know you are walking into a life change season, then it may be time to change for a period of time. Now, will I keep my planner like this forever? Probably not. When things kind of settle down and I feel like I got more of a handle on my schedule, then I probably will switch things back. But 
currently when I'm unable to time block my day and I have certain days where I am missing out on sections of my planner, I will revamp the entire planner to make sure that I am still able to use it on a consistent basis. So I share with you the six things that I do in order to switch up my planner whenever I'm walking into a busy season. And then I share with you the current setup that I have um, within my planner. And then of course, if you wanted to check out any of the planners or inserts, I always have them linked in my description box. Oh, well, I can't wait. I cannot wait for that video. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. I'm going to check it out. Make sure yeah. that it's on my watch, watch today tab. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I can't wait to see like what you've done with the, cause you know, you said that the teacher layout doesn't have that sidebar. I can't wait to see like how you've revamped yeah so i just basically made made something else (laughs) but i am gonna share it i am gonna share it and sometimes i feel like that's what creators do like i'm i look at uh fancy plans co that's mm -hmm. shop i know that was born out of necessity also like she couldn't find a layout that she wanted um and this i think a lot of people do that um and then with like heather kell and her stickers like she couldn't find the perfect florals you know Um, and so she created her sticker shop. So I think that planners and our creativity is so cool because it really brings more into the community, which, you know, and it's, and it's amazing because I just bought some stickers from fancy plants and I was looking at Helen McHale, uh, new hurts, uh, sticker book. I was like, Ooh, uh, I think I'm gonna get that one too. Like, I, I'm so here for it when they start to create because it just makes more stuff that I can get. <laughs> exactly. And it like enhances the creativity. So when yeah. someone creates something that makes them feel more creative, who knows like who that's going to excite as well in the community. That is, it's like a, a little wildfire spreading throughout our community, which is so yep. cool. Well, and I do see a lot of planners who have open shops and do make inserts and layouts and stuff that, like you said, it was the, a lot of those layouts and inserts were created out of necessity out of just, I've tried all these other planners and none of the layouts have what I need. So I'll just make my own and then share it with the community. It's just, yeah, that's, I I love, I love us. I do. I love our community and I love, (laughs) you know, just what everybody creates and how it makes their lives more functional and yeah, it's just very inspirational group of people. So, mm-hmm. um, you know what time it is though, y'all, I think that it's currently, it's currently page time. Can we talk about the currently page? I want to know all the things that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it. So we, when we started this show, we were like, let's ask all of our guests what's on their currently page. And that was like two years ago. And now none of the planners have currently pages anymore, but we're still holding on to this like real tight. Um, But people make them. I've seen a lot of people make their currently pages in their planner. Yeah. And it's just interesting to hear like all of people's responses in these categories. So I know that you've had the notes for a couple of days. Did you prepare anything for these? Yes, yes, I do have. I, I wrote down all the things because I did. I actually do keep um, on my monthly spread a currently page. <laughs> you do good. See, I love it. I, I think it's so fun. Um, and you know what? I knew that you would be ready. Like, I, yeah. knowing what I, knowing what I know about you, I was like, she'll have this prepared. Exactly, <laughs> she's ready. <laughs> so I'll get us started. Um, all right, Elena, what are you reading? What are you reading lately? So I am currently reading The Joy of Less by Francine J. So I told you guys I have a membership 
under my membership, we do have a book club and we will read a book together every single month. And so this month we are reading The Joy of Less by Francine Drake. And what are you learning from that? Oh, it is a book on minimalism and just kind of just detaching yourself from materialistic type mindset. And so I am just really learning all about how to declutter even better. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm really good. Like, I'm pretty not attached to things. But this book just brings it to another level. So I'm, I'm learning a lot about it. The Joy of Less. That sounds mm-hmm. perfect for me. Yeah, it's a really I've seen, a, I've seen a lot about that minimalism stuff. Like Shea Budgets has created like a capsule wardrobe lately. And I saw it. I yeah. saw it. And there's lots of other creators who are doing minimalism stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm I, I might pick that one up. Yeah, yeah, because clutter is a problem. <laughs> clutter <laughs> is a problem. It stresses me out. I know. Um, okay, what are you planning these days? What do you have planned? We are planning to open up a church. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so that has been a big part of my uh, planning uh, project journey for the last about seven months. Mm-hmm. So will your services be available online? They will be. So I do have um, a second channel, or I guess the church is channel, and it's called We Are Empowerment. Um, and so over there, we, me and my husband do Bible study live on YouTube every single Wednesday. Um, it's Wednesday evening, six o'clock central time, seven Eastern, but we are on there, um, for about an hour and we're talking about different topics. This, the, the last month we have been talking about purpose, like how to find your purpose. If you don't know what you want to do in life. Um, how do you figure that out? And so that was a four-part series, and we just concluded it on this past Wednesday. And I want to say the next series that we're going into is relationships, and not just spousal relationships, but all relationships, friendships, and communicating with coworkers, and just how to um, be better at dealing with relationships. So you can definitely find us over there on YouTube. We are Empowerment. And like I say, we, we have Wednesdays Bible studies and then Sunday will be streamed live on there as well. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm looking at your, at that channel now. Yeah. Um, y'all, her husband is so cute. <laughs> Isn't he? He's so, <laughs> so cute. I love his beard. Oh. I love it too. I tell him don't ever shave it. No, don't. Yeah, he's a beard. Yes. My husband is a bearded man yes. as well. Yes. My man also has a beard. We do love yeah. Don't shave it. <laughs> um okay oh my gosh Caitlin I'm next and I don't I'm not prepared hold on a second um, don't tell me don't tell me don't tell you okay I was gonna help you out I was gonna phone a friend but oh you know. I got it all right all right Elena what are you watching I am currently watching well the last thing I watch because I don't watch a lot of tv um and but I did watch a Netflix movie what was that it was called don't look up I don't <gasps> know if that's it, but oh my gosh <laughs> I watched that too yeah, <laughs> it had me cracking up. I thought it was, it was just like, this is so like the, the symbolism of how social media is. I was like this, I feel like this is exactly what it would be like. 
it is terrifying because yeah. I think it also has a lot of parallels to climate change right now. Right, right. It was just so much going on. And I love Jennifer Lawrence. Like, I just love her. As an and actor. Ariana Grande was perfect. Like her little yes. relief and her performance. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Well, and see what happens to Jennifer Lawrence's character in the movie, you know, yeah. where like she's freaking out and she is, you know, scared. And yeah. like, she's basically like demonized by the yeah, they by look the at media. Like she's crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> she's crazy. then the Leonardo DiCaprio character like gets all these like accolades and all this clout and everything. And it's so exactly what would happen in real life. It's so, yeah. so exactly. <laughs> the woman in the situation is going to be made out to look hysterical and crazy, but the man yeah. in the situation is, yeah. So I just, I, that movie had so much social political commentary like I know oh yeah and Jonah Hill was so funny like carrying his mom's bag all the time and just like yeah, there was there was a lot of good stuff that's a great movie right. I loved it. yeah it's a long one though so if you're planning to watch that one give yourself like a good yeah if I'm ever um like just oh I want to watch something on reruns I love Big Bang Theory I don't know oh. if y'all that show but it was like one of my favorite shows so I will watch that from time to time just just because don't you <laughs> love you that show Caitlin I am obsessed and have <laughs> you gotten into the young Sheldon so I haven't had a chance to watch that one um because usually when I'm watching tv it's usually like right before I'm going to bed so I've been watching a lot of reruns but I do need to watch I it's on my list I do want to watch it I think it is just as good as the big bang theory oh my goodness now I gotta watch it yeah and you get to see more insight because like we know a lot of things about how the characters lives progress to the end of the show but you get to see like kind of the the journey and I love that I love it so much (laughs) I have to watch it (laughs) um can I just say if you are not watching married at first sight that's what you need to be watching (laughs) okay yeah mm-hmm. you need to write down. that down it is so that's and caitlin and i haven't had a chance to really talk about this season on the mm-hmm. show yet but um but yeah we always tell people to watch married at first sight we want to get like a group together of people that are watching it with us you know so that we can like talk about it more but oh, yeah I'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of obsessed with that right now if i'm honest yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and leanne usually like reality tv Never. and i am a reality tv junkie and i told her about this and she's like this is gonna be dumb and she tried it and it was like like and now she's loving it yes <laughs> now it's there's 14 seasons and I've seen every episode like, <laughs> oh wow okay now I gotta watch it and I had never I had never watched any reality tv until that show so okay, I always and I will watch Real Housewives of any city I will watch uh Married to Medicine I will watch Basketball Wives I will watch all of Teen Mom I will watch all the reality see TV. I don't watch any of that but then this one yeah Married at First Sight is quality tv Exactly. <laughs> and I did not finish the Big Bang Theory. I have seen like the first six, maybe seven seasons of it, but I did not watch the last few seasons. I should, I should finish it. Mm-hmm. I, I love that show. It's just one of the shows that me and my husband really enjoyed together. <laughs> yes, um, all right. You're up, Caitlin. Okay. Um, what have you been eating lately or eating right now? Like the category is eating. So take it whichever way you'd like. Yeah. So, um, we are on a 21 day fast. Um, we're doing a 21 day Daniel fast. So this one is an interesting category at this very moment because I have been doing a lot of Caesar salads. Um, and we have been doing, 
um, a lot of vegetable base. I did a veggie chili and I even shared that one on Instagram, like how I made the veggie chili. Um, but it's been a lot of veggies around here. It ends on Sunday. So I cannot wait to get me some shrimp. (laughs) You know, I live in New Orleans. So we're seafood down here. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I miss the meat, but um yeah that's what I've been I've been eating a lot of salads though salads chili um and just like a bunch of different like veggie dishes a lot of soup tomato soup so I've heard of the Daniel fast you can't drink on that can you no it's um you do water um and so it's like water and veggies now we have now we told them that the um we're still doing like coffee but I think that's like they could still kind of do coffee and like water um but that was it everything yeah, I, else I, is- the wine would be the hardest for me probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> and usually I will have like wine with dinner as well but yeah I haven't been doing that um currently well so. I tried to do a dry January and I made it three weeks so <laughs> oh, that's really good and- <laughs> that's good I feel like that's a win <laughs> And we do every month, um, one week out of the month, we do veggie week. And by the mm-hmm. end of that veggie week, we're like, can I have a burger, please? Yeah, I know people that maintain that vegetarian and vegan lifestyle. Like, how do you not just want to that's off in it? That's <laughs> all to you. I am. I, I, I admire you. I do too. You have to be really creative too. If you want to have like that kind of comfort food also, like there are things that I don't think are the same at all. Um, when you're doing like a veggie style lifestyle or a week or whatever, and you really have to get creative and figure out, okay, it's not going to be chickpeas. It's not going to be beans. Like what is it going to be tonight? What else? <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. are you loving lately? Um, so I have been watching, I mean, I always love YouTube, but I've been really into like the day in the lives of different like creators, like, especially if they have a nine to five job. Um, I just started watching this other girl. She's, um, a consultant and I watched all of her vlogs on. So anybody that has like a day in a life of uh, an accountant, a day in the life of, you know, a, a content creator, they, like all of the day in the lives. I've been, I watched one from a lawyer. So as I'm working in my studio and doing different things, usually I am stalking YouTube and watching somebody's day in the life. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love, that. I love yeah. to watch other people's lives. I also. do too. I do too. I know. It's, sometimes I feel like it's a little creepy, but they make the videos. So like, why yeah, not watch like, them? You want us to see? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh. Okay. What are you dreaming these days? So, um, dreaming is probably more of like my ultimate like ministry girl right now. I really want to help, um, like young girls who want to learn how to like plan and budget, but I want to get them at like the high school level, like before you hit college. Cause I felt like, um, in high school, I just had this idea that I was just going to just fly through college. Cause I was just flying through high school so easily with my grades and everything. I always got all A's. I was always in a principal role. Uh, you know, everything was just great. I was always on an honor roll and everything. And then when I hit college, I realized how much I had to be organized and study 
And I, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. So I want to help um, young girls that's going through that process. So my ultimate dream is to have some type of after school program that I help them learn how to plan and budget and use a planner and all the functional things that I talk about on my channel. I would love to be able to do that in person in a classroom with a bunch of high school kids that are about to go to college. Yeah, like, really, that is one thing that as a high school senior, if someone had said to me, you need to learn how to manage your time, because up until this point, we have forced you to be in this building from seven to three every day. But when you go to college, you're going to have a class at two, you're going to have a class at, you know, 11, like the, your day is going to be completely unstructured. And no one warned me. No, yeah. you know, like you don't get warned going into college, like, okay, this is going to feel totally different. And you might've been great in high school, but there's skills that you have to have, right? You know, just being smart and making good grades is not enough when you have to learn how to manage your time and not procrastinate and all that kind of stuff. So, um, your, your church though, I think that would be a great place to have like a, like a girl's ministry, like to prepare them for, for college that, and stuff. That That's is my, awesome. I've been talking to the principal and, um, it's one of the things that we are planning on doing. Like we feed the teachers, we do like a teacher, um, appreciation day once a month. And so we're already starting that and doing things with the kids already. But my ultimate goal is to have some type of after school, you know, optional thing that, that, they can come to and helping them learn how to project plan, how to time manage, how to just prepare and get organized. And so when they hit that college where the, the teacher gives them just the syllabus and walks out the room that they know what to take and do with that syllabus and yeah. how to prepare instead of being blindsided by not realizing that they had to keep track of their own time. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that as a middle school and high school teacher as well, like mm -hmm. that is the biggest area where my students are lacking is that organization piece, um, especially in, because I teach in an all virtual program. And so our kids have to be very independent and hardly any of them use a planner. Hardly any of them have an organized Google drive. Um, and those kind of things are really important. And so I'm actually teaching this year, like a college preparatory elective. Um, this is my third year teaching it. And we really have gotten the ball rolling in this organization category. So all of our kids have weekly Google drive checks. So we go in there and make sure that their Google drive is organized and they have to use some kind of a planner. So that's been actually really fun to share with my students. And two of them have found my YouTube channel, which is <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, look at your planner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, it also is good, I think, for you to be bringing new girls into our community, Elena. I mean, yes. turn them into planner girls. Like, <laughs> that's the goal, right? We got to get, get as many of them as we can in the community. Right, right. <laughs> like a, a planner mission trip. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like nowadays people, you know, so many people be so quick to put down paper planning, you know, and um, I know because sometimes I'll say if I'm in a, a space that's not planner related and then someone asks me, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I teach people how to use 
paper planners. And I've had people look me dead in the face and be like, why? You know, and I'm like, because uh, it's fun. And it's, and it's like, important. I don't, it's important. And some things you should just write down and, you know, but it's like in the age of technology and your phone, it's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, you know? And I really want um, just to, to teach young girls like, okay, I know that there is a space for technology and I'm not saying that you shouldn't use it. I have like ways where I will cross over my organization into the digital space as well. But there is something about having your pen and writing it on paper. It is different and it is something that you need to like really pay attention to, whether it be journaling or planning or keeping some type of notebook. There is something about having pen to paper. I agree. And I feel like it, um, it, so there's like a, a study about memory. And if you have seven interactions with a particular topic, it's going to move from your short-term memory to your long-term memory and writing physically writing it down is can count as one of those interactions. And I feel like it's so important to emphasize that because so many of us rely on reminders and alarms and that kind of thing on our phones. And like we, if we forget something, we look it up on Google. We don't like take the time to try to process that. And I think that planning brings some of that, not necessarily accountability, but just that like stick in your mind kind of thing back into a world where we're kind of passively moving through life. Well, and with all the digital stuff and all the technology and everything, there are skills that we as a society used to have that are going by the wayside. Yeah. Like nobody remembers anyone's phone number anymore. And I remember when I was a kid, I had so many phone numbers memorized up here. Yeah. And I, you know, and it also is like, it goes back to, I mean, I, I used to know everybody's birthday too, you know, and now yeah. I don't, can't remember anybody, you know, it's like yeah. once it's, you put it in your phone and it's like, it completely goes out of your mind. Um, I think that the skill, not that it's takes skills to use a paper planner, but you know, those basic kind of rudimentary organizational skills are things that we have not been pushing lately because we do keep so much information in our phone. Yeah. And, you know, just relying on our phones all the time, it's dangerous because like when your phone's dead or, you know, you lose it or you drop it in the toilet or whatever, Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I know my mom has a piece of paper that has all of her passwords written down on it. Yes. And my mom too. And I'm kind of like, that's weird. But, you know, I understand like putting yeah. something down on a piece of paper is so different than just typing it into your phone. That one is a security risk though. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I know. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of older people out there that have that piece of paper that would ruin their lives if someone else. Yeah. No, and I see people with like password trackers in their planner. I'm like, that is a terrible idea. Please do not do that. Yeah, don't write your passwords right. in the back of your planner. Yeah. Right. Get yourself LastPass or Bitwarden or one of those other digital <laughs> password trackers. That's okay, on. so next up we have feeling. What are you feeling lately? Um, I have been excited <laughs> to be like this season um, in in all areas has just been a, it's been a crazy season, but it's been an amazing season. So, um, you know, with us opening up the church and the things that we are prepping and planning to do for the community and then you know, my, my, my family, my, my daughter is about to turn 10 years old. So she's on cloud nine 
prepping for her birthday party and talking about being double digits, which, you know, is making me tear up even at the moment. And even with my business with like YouTube Black, it's just everything is just well. And I am just soaking it in because, you know, we know that life goes in seasons and there will be certain times where everything's amazing. And then certain times when some things may not be as amazing and you just want to bask in you know, when things are really, really good and things are really, really good right now. So I have been feeling great and just super, super, super grateful for everything and thankful to God for how everything has been going. I know you have got to be so excited for Sunday. I am so excited. I can feel it just like talking to you. Like I... So if anyone watches the stream and you just see me up there giddy, know (laughs) that it is authentic. (laughs) I am giddy. I'm going to be trying to keep myself together. And see, we didn't know when we were having you on the show this week that it was going to coincide with something so big. This is like a huge thing. (laughs) Yes, it's huge. And it's incredible. Like we've said so many times on the show, you deserve all of the success. You do. You deserve. I mean, like you, you do. I mean, you work hard. So Mm -hmm. things in your life should go well sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And then what are you listening to these days? Or yeah, the category is listening. What am I always listening to? Probably Beyonce. (laughs) I love Beyonce, (laughs) y'all. We just live in Beyonce's world on Beyonce. I just, I just live in her internet, in her world, in her albums. (laughs) I have, I am a true Beyonce fan. Like I love her work and I think it's her work ethic and how much excellence she puts behind everything that she does. I just, I really, really love um, all the work that she does and I, I just love it. So yeah, I'm constantly listening. If I'm not watching YouTube, um, in the studio or listening to some type of audiobook, Beyonce is on. Just no Beyonce is on. <laughs> so what's your what would you say is your favorite like album or song or just like what what's your favorite? Um, I like different ones for different reasons. So I love the one that she did with Disney, um, the Lion King soundtrack that she did. So I love that because of the visuals of the videos. If you've ever seen like the spirit video or any of that, she she uses so much color and it just was done in such an excellent way. I love Lemonade for how she used the emotional turmoil that she was going through with her marriage and produced this art. Like that was just an amazing piece of art. And you just saw it kind of go in the way that she dropped the album. I thought that it was such an amazing way that she did that. I love when she went through her femininity stage and she came out with all of these girl power songs, like girls run the world and independent woman. I just, I love each and every era for different reasons, but I just, I, you know, to hear my girls run around talking about they rule the world means everything to me. So I'm like, yes, you can do anything, you know? (laughs) And I feel like there's such a society out there that makes them feel like they can't. So I'm just, I just love her work from all angles. I just love what she's doing because it's not just the music. It is literally the message that she does through each piece of work that she, each song that she puts out. Well, I mean, and it is like the image is like burned in everyone's mind of her in that yellow dress with the baseball bat. Oh, the baseball bat. It was like, like, just, just, 
cannot be topped. No. And she's a great role model. She's a great role model too. Um, and it's been just so cool to watch her go from like destiny's child, like this young woman to like going through everything with her marriage to becoming a mother and like all of this stuff and like just watching her evolve into like, I don't know, like a, a whole woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's insane. Cause it's like, I remember, you know, when she was 15 mm-hmm. and I, like, I literally went through those same types of stages because we're about around the same age. And I literally went through those same stages with her. So it's like, I have always been a fan ever since I was young. I will always love her. I just love her work. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I, th- there's nothing about any of that that can be debated. I mean, no. yeah. <laughs> you just there's some people that you just can't come for, and Beyonce is definitely one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there's one left, Caitlin. You got it. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll do that one. I just did listening, but I can do this. Oh one no! Too. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, sorry. It's your my turn. turn. <laughs> I-, I got it. I couldn't remember if it was my turn or not. What are you drinking? I know you're not drinking wine. But what, uh, no. <laughs> what are you been drinking lately? It's usually coffee. If it's not coffee, it's water, but it's usually coffee. <laughs> I love coffee. So I usually will do, um, I've been really on to this Hershey creamer. I don't know if anybody's ever seen those in the grocery store, but it's like Hershey came out with these different types of creamers. And right now I am really into the, it's a Hershey kiss caramel one. So it's like Ooh. chocolate and caramel. Oh, it is. It's amazing. So yeah, that has been my creamer of choice for about the past month or so. And I have been loving it. Yum. Oh my gosh. I need to get some of that. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> And coffee is always, it always, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it's funny though, because like I have a cup of coffee next to me right now that has gotten so cold <laughs> that like I might as well just put some ice on it and just call it an iced coffee now. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, do you, you, you ever notice that happens with your coffee cup? Like you pour your coffee and then you forget oh, it for two hours. I, I had been so bad with hot coffee that I switched to ice. So normally <laughs> I will drink ice because when I tell you, I don't care if I will try my best to like, no, I'm going to sit down and be intentional and just enjoy my coffee. Cause I've been on this. If you read the joy of less, we talk about slowing down. So I'm trying to do this slow morning where I'm slowing down my morning and really just trying to be intentional, but I don't care what I do. That coffee is going to get cold. <laughs> so I switched over to trying drinking iced and it does help me to where I'm actually able to finish it. <laughs> Well, I saw this TikTok of this guy that he made about his wife and the caption said, why is she like this? And it, all the footage was her like going to Starbucks or going to a coffee place and ordering an iced coffee. And then the end of it was all the leaving cups. them all. Yeah, all the cups are in the house. It was so good. That would probably be me. I'm, I'm that girl. <laughs> well, when I was living, um, I recently, I moved in August and, um, when I was living in my old house, one of my problems was that my nightstand would get full of cups, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like just Starbucks cups, glasses from the kitchen, whatever. And then I would look, cause I was living by myself with my kids. I wasn't, you know, didn't have really anybody to answer to. And I would look at my nightstand and say, how can I live this way? How can I keep <laughs> all of these cups here? And now I find myself in my new home where I'm more careful about not leave and like I'm looking at my table right now and I've got like just four cups just from this morning like <laughs> why am I like this like why am I like this <laughs> oh my goodness well um gosh your currently page was good that was good yeah yeah, yeah. like I feel really that was really good 
Exactly. And I feel like this episode was exactly what we said at the top. It was um, a two hour session of wisdom bombs throughout. Yes. So, you, you are just so awesome. And, you know, I know that like all of us that try to create content and do anything out here for public consumption, you know, there is an element of, yes, this is how I want to come across on social media. And I want to look this way. And I, you know, curating a yeah, appearance or whatever. But with you, it's like, I really do feel like when I look at your Instagram and watch your YouTube videos, that it's just all real. It's very Mm -hmm. real and very authentic. And of course, everything is not going to be perfect all the time. And you don't make it look like that, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's just, I just really appreciate everything that you do. And I'm so happy that you were on our show. I've just been struck, starstruck, like the whole time. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're all so kind. Yeah. I wouldn't have time to curate any perfect content. I got to just share with y'all what I got because that's what I'm working. Whatever (laughs) I'm doing, that's what y'all gonna see. (laughs) All right. Well, take a minute um, and remind everybody one more time the places where they can find you and plug the church too some so that they can look for that. Yeah. So of course the organized money is the name of the company. You can find me on YouTube under the organized money, also on Instagram at the organized money. And once you get to my uh, Instagram or YouTube, you can find out more about my membership over there as well. And if you're interested in learning more about the church, then you can go to our Instagram It's called at empowerment NOLA. And then our YouTube channel is called we are empowerment. We start services on Sunday. It's every Sunday at 9:30 central. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I love that this episode came out at the same time as that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So everybody remember that you can find Caitlin at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram. And she's creating in chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she also has a teaching Instagram called chaos in the classroom. If you want to go and get some teaching tips and you can follow the adventures of her ducks, which she has given me some new information about the ducks recently that (laughs) maybe just ask her about it. Just ask her about her ducks. Let's just say their relationship has gone to a new level. Yes. They're, they're lovers now for sure. (laughs) They're married. <laughs> um, but yes, you can find the ducks at ducking chaos underscore official. Caitlin is always here with me on Mondays and Fridays on Spice Chaos Podcast, and she hangs out at the Spice Chaos Podcast Instagram as well. So that's Caitlin's place. Ooh, you did it. All right. And then you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. And then you can find her playing Animal Crossing sometimes over on at Spice Horizons on Instagram. You can also find her making beautiful content over here with me and chatting and you know, to share in her life with me every Monday and Friday, wherever your favorite podcasts are served. And then she also makes all of the beautiful cards for our beautiful guests over on the Spice Chaos Podcast Instagram. Yes, you did it too, Caitlin. Woohoo! It's a good day. <laughs> yes. So um, again, Elena, thank you so much for being with us. I know that our listeners have probably loved this. This has been so awesome. You are exactly what, oh, just, I just knew that you were going to be amazing. Just let me stop y'all let me stop (laughs) thank you guys so much everybody out there have a most amazing week uh we'll be back on friday with a mini-sode and hopefully a question for you this week that's the plan um yeah everyone have a great week and we'll talk to you in the next one bye friends Bye. bye